Everyone, William Miranda with Miranda Real Estate Group, and I'm here with the man, Justin Hoffman uh, from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, Justin, you and I have known each other for uh, 14, 15 years now, and uh, it's been a great ride, man. I tell you, we've uh, been through a lot. We've been through a lot of the, the REO stuff, right, of the, all the bank foreclosures back in 07, 08, and um, got into the, uh, the, to the ride that we're having now. It's been a pretty good ride so far. So, yeah. hey, well, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thank you so much for coming on today. No, for sure. Thank you, Willie, for having me. I appreciate it. So, Justin, I know a lot of people that are listening to this right now uh, don't know who you are, right? Not yet. Now they'll know after this podcast. Uh, but just, you know, share a little background about yourself, maybe a little about your business, but um, really like to really get to know you from, you know, when, before you got into real estate, like what got you into this business? Well, my journey started, uh, I got in young, but uh, I think I was about 20, maybe it was 21 years old. Uh, so about almost 20 years now. But before I sold real estate, um, my goal in life was to be a professional boxer. Um, college wasn't really a big thing for me in terms of um, uh, committing to educating myself and getting into the, the corporate world. I always had a little bit of an entrepreneurial spirit, um, but I got thrown a curveball when I was about 19 years old. And my girlfriend at the time told me she was pregnant and six, 800 bucks uh, around for boxing, you know, two or three grand a fight is not even gonna pay for diapers. So I got into selling furniture. Um, always had a little bit of a, a, a sales personality, I guess, if you will. And uh, I sold furniture while, uh, while I was um, still getting my real estate license. It took me a while to get it, by the way. Um, and I tried to talk myself out of getting my real estate license many a times. Um, but I, I sold furniture. Uh, so I, I got a little bit of sales experience from that and um, got my real estate license finally. And then uh, I literally sold the first house I had ever shown. And I was like, oh, my God. This is my calling. I can't believe how easy this is. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking. Was I dumb? Yeah. <laughs> I was just talking to someone about my first sale the other day. And they're like, you know, how much was it? What I go, I don't even know. I was so excited. I sold the house. Um, it was a $25,000 home that I double ended. And hey, um, there we go. yeah, I mean, that check was probably about 50 cents. But yeah. uh, after I paid my broker and all the fees on top of it, but you know, it's just about, it's just a, you know, and I know you, Justin, so I know it's a lot of it. It's about, yeah, it's about the win. It's about the sale, but it's also about taking care of people and, 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 and it's just finding out what their struggles are and then being able to find yeah. a solution. Right. And I know you're, yeah. you're huge with that. And I remember, it, I, I, I don't remember the sale price. It was a good one uh, for our market, especially back in, you know, 2001 or two. Uh, but I remember the interest rate. Now, obviously, we're looking at, you know, 3%. And so it was 8.5. And they had bad credit nonetheless, but seven, seven and a quarter, eight was not abnormal to write in an offer back then. Wild yeah, so what 20 years does. Yeah, no, absolutely. But uh, yeah, so I mean, it, you know, a lot of has changed though, right? A lot has changed with the internet's changed our business a lot. Um, you know, our, the marketing that we do has changed. Uh, and like I said, social media, let's not even talk about that. I mean, that's just blown up. So, you know, what were some of you, if you think back, Justin, to when you first started and even just say your first three to five years in the business, I mean, what would you say your, your, your toughest and biggest struggles were? 
Well, and I think this is everybody, whether you're a young agent, uh, starting fresh, you know, you've been doing it a while, or you're you're a second career agent. Your your biggest struggle is going to be your your ability to generate leads first and foremost, continually follow up with those folks, and still make time for everything else that happens in life. Um, you know, this isn't a nine to five. This isn't a you know I'm going to take a day off whenever I want type of business, especially when you first get started. So the biggest challenge for me was managing my time in the beginning, getting, you know, systems in place, which even 20, I mean, the systems today, you know, we were on the old Rolodex, right? And throwing the, the note card into the, you know, the calendar, uh, the recipe box. I don't know if you ever did that. We'd make notes on the client and be like, all right, one week from today, put it in slot 19. And, you know, and, and go through that way. Now, you know, everything's a CRM and stuff, but the systems, the systems were not in place. You know, you're, you're running wild, just trying to sell houses, trying to, you know, be a dad, uh, make time for yourself, your wife, all those things. And then, um, and then you still, you know, I hired wrong, you know, when I started to finally burn out, you know, all those hours, there was no time to do anything. So, you know, you're making money, but you don't even have time to spend it. And, um, and that's where a lot more systems came into play that were, were a huge leverage. And then there was a people leverage with hiring people. And then I hired out of order and we can talk about that. But um, the struggles that, that I had, I, I'm sure, Will, you had the same ones. Mm -hmm. They're just so common. Right. Um, and it's just a matter of if you, know, you figure it out, you listen to people like you, which I did way back in 07, mm -hmm. uh, 08. But, you know, you figure out what you're doing wrong and fix the hole in your boat and develop. And systems are the, the solution to those problems, typically. Yeah, you're right. You know, I, I hear a lot of agents get into the business now. And, and I ask them, you know, why, why real estate? You know, oh, I love people. I love selling houses. And that goes out the window, right, the first 30 days. Well, but I want to have my own schedule. <laughs> right, right. But it's true, though. And that's what I was going to kind of talk about was that, you know, they want the flexibility, but it's the flexibility, Justin, that takes them out of the business, right? Yeah. They don't oh, yeah. want to manage that time. And sure. um, it, it is true. So, yeah, I mean, listening to a lot of the struggles that you said, I mean, I'm thinking back to my own and it, it, you're definitely right. It's time, it's people uh, leveraging yourself that way. But there comes a point in time in our careers, uh, and I'm sure the same thing with you, where you get out of that, right? That first three to five years is kind of the mm -hmm. messiest part of it. But then once you figure it out, once you mastermind, once you go to coaching programs and, and get around other top agents like you and I have done over the years, there's a turning point that happens, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and you just feel, okay, I got this. Like, I, you know, I, I got some good things going on and I feel like I'm going to stay in this business as me. When, when was that for you and how did you know it was a turning point? Well, I started off as a cold caller because I didn't know any other way. Mm -hmm. um, and I was too lazy to door knock. So picking up the phone, calling Fizzbos and Expires was the way I started. Um, you know, beat my way in the door. It did good enough, but that's a lot of work, a lot of stress, a lot of hours, a lot of wasted time um, because you're, you're just calling out of the blue. And then I met up with you, Craig, you know, Todd, Danny, all the guys that we still you know, know who they are and they're still big timers. And, and that's when I knew there was a shortcut. Um, and the shortcut wasn't the way I was doing business. 
It was to actually generate leads to follow up with. These are much warmer lead than cold calls. Um, then we learned that there's a such thing as a CRM. And I think we all had agent office at one time. Um, and that's obviously evolved into a lot, a lot better nowadays. But, but back in about, and it was a solid five years for me um, where I was working, 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 working. And, you know, no real systems, no, no leverage with people. And then by about 06, 07, I got into coaching, uh, learned from people that had been doing it a lot longer than me, but went through the same struggles, mm-hmm. knew, the, knew the solutions to the problems of 80 plus hour work weeks. Um, and then it was hiring the right way and using people leverage to build a team to leverage off, which everybody in the team gets to leverage off. And that's when things really started to pop. And then we ran into the REO world. And thank God I was involved with coaching at that time because I, I broke through into the REO game uh, and really thrived during that time period where a lot of the agents died. Um, but that's, that's the time when it happened. And it happened because of coaching, because I put my trust in people that had been there before me, had the same struggles, but they knew the solution. So it was kind of like a shortcut. I didn't have to figure it all, on, all out on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, had to ask questions and listen and shut up uh, and take notes and and then implement those strategies and solutions that had been working for other people basically all over the country. Yeah, I just trust the system. You know, I think you're right. A lot of people, they'll, they'll copy, but then they try to change it and it doesn't work, right? And all that doesn't work. Yeah. Well, it's because you're not following the system. And you have to be humble enough, like you said, to just, I mean, your word, shut up, right? Just just listen and just do like, don't critique it. Don't, you know, try to figure it out, just do it. And then when you do it and you master it, you'll be successful just like everyone else's. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's copy and paste to the letter. That's it. So, so Justin, so there's going to be, you know, a lot of agents that listen to this, um, this podcast and they're going to be either brand new agents or they're going to be agents that have been in the business for a couple of years. Um, knowing what you know now, right? That's the question I tell them to do, like get out there and start interviewing these top agents uh, like yourself. You know, what what recommendations do you, do you have for them to get their business off the ground? If they're, like I said, two, three years in a business, um, what do they need to do to be successful? Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're brand brand new uh, and you may not like to hear this, I'm gonna tell you to find the number one team in your area and go work for them. And, mm-hmm. and you may stay there forever, but that's, that's your shortcut. Um, number one, first and foremost, if you're brand new, if you already have a little bit of an established business and uh, you're kind of experienced what I just described a few minutes ago, you definitely want to get with coaches. Um, somebody that you can, that you know, like, or trust that you can research that has a track record, but most importantly, you've got to be able to listen to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and become a student of this game because that's what this is a game. And, and the problem with the game is it changes seasonally, annually. I mean, like we were talking about 20 years ago is like 100 years ago, yeah. you know, in comparison to what we're seeing now. So so those are the two things I would, I would say, either join a really good team with really good mentoring, with really good coaching built in to the team that mm-hmm. it can, they can generate leads for you, teach you how to follow up, so on and so forth. Or if you've already been doing it for a little bit and you're kind of getting sick and tired of being sick and tired, uh, you're going to want to look into coaching to someone, you know, better than you, smarter than you, the guy who's, or girl that's been there before to kind of get you back uh, 
back to where you need to be to focus on the, the systems that are the key to the success of this of this game. Yeah. So Justin, that's key because I hear that a lot. You know, get on a team, get on something that you know someone is 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 has a good process already in place, generating these leads, and you know, uh, it, if an agent coming on doesn't know, usually their resources are lower. You know, they don't have the money to put into these lead sources. They don't know how to right. work with these leads. And the sure. other thing I see that they don't know the follow-up scripts, right? They don't know sure. uh, the expectations that, hey, 80% of sales are made on your fifth to 12th contact. Uh, and if you hear these agents like, yeah, I bought all these leads and I call them, they never call me back, they stink. It's not the leads that stink, it's the agent's follow-up that stinks, right? So uh, that's Thank definitely you. one. Um, but you, you mentioned about coaching. And I know you've always uh, used coaching um, to set yourself apart and to really dig down deeper on certain things. But, um, you know, if a new agent coming on board, I say new agent, it could be someone that's been in the business, like you said, for a little bit and wants to do it on their own um, and wants to really build that business. How, you know, how effective have you seen coaching be for newer agents like that? Well, I, I'll be honest, unless they have somebody literally guiding them uh, I I see it as an imperative. Right. I don't see much success unless you have mentorship, coaching on a regular basis, consistent, regular. It's not like, okay, I'm going to follow this guy for 90 days and I'll figure it all out. It's, right. it, it's, it, it's a monthly, quarterly, annual decade. I mean, we've, you have coaching, Willie. I mean, yeah. professional yeah. athletes have coach. Like, the, the coaches don't go away right. um, because you think you're, you know, you sold five houses that month. You figured it all out. Mm -hmm. the um, The success rate amongst those who 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 get coaching, but most importantly, as you mentioned, they have to implement to the letter that in which those coaches are teaching will have massive success. Mm -hmm. And the hungrier they are, uh, and more aggressive they are in the beginning, will mm -hmm. pay dividends to them in the future. As long as you build the systems along the way while you're selling those houses. Mm -hmm. uh, great point. Um, we talked about a lot of different things, systems and everything else. We're talking about any agent, I mean, new or experience. Um, you know, we talk about technology a lot, right? And how important tech technology has been. Uh, but more importantly, what I want to talk about is get your opinion on video. Like video has been something that I know that has been kind of taken off here over the last, you know, 8, 10, 20, I say 20 years, but 8, 10 years, I would say. Um, but I know you've done some really good stuff with it and have seen good results with it. Maybe just talk a little bit about what that's done for you and how you use it. Well, I mean, video is not, it's everything. Look at, look at, look at what younger kids are doing. You have two year olds, one 18 month, they are able to grab their parents' iPad, find YouTube and look up their favorite little YouTube things, right? That's video. Okay. That's video to a two year old video to a teenager is called TikTok. I'm not familiar with it, but my daughter's all over the thing. and I don't understand it, but again, we're back to video. Look at Facebook. There's all kinds of video. I started doing video because Willie told me to. Guess what? We're booming monthly videos. I do a monthly market report. It goes to all five platforms. Um, Willie said do it, and I, and I did it. And it, it's not scripted. That's a big important key is it's real. Like our talk right now, there's no script. Um, you know, I might say something that doesn't make any sense, but that's called real. 
You know, when I do my videos, they're all they're they're not live because I I do edit them with you know graphics and music and stuff like that. But there's I'm a one take Jake. That's it. If I say something absolutely ridiculous, that's gonna that's in there. There is no I don't have time to redo it. Um and and and, and I I like only one take because it's real, it's reality. But I think that's what video does is, is it's not a movie, right? Like a movie has actors and this and that. This is you as a human, a normal person, a girl, a gal, a guy, just just firing away. Um, and getting yourself exposed, and it, it and it, it's crazy. But you can put even a little bit of ad spend behind it, which is a little bit next level. But you can really get a lot of views, um, and, and that's what's important. It's it's content in, in real estate. I mean, I can't get away from it, Willie. I don't know about you, but I, I go anywhere with my peers, buddies. There, how's the market? I mean, right. I'm just like, go check out my video. Let yeah. me have my beer in peace. You know? <laughs> Well, it's you funny get because it. I know it's that video. taken over. It's taken over. Yeah, video gives you tons of engagement. And uh, I remember, do you remember your first video that I told you to do? <laughs> Where right, it was? Right. It was in uh, Phoenix, Scottsdale. Yeah. It was at that, uh, was that the Meek? No, that was the Barrett Jackson car yeah. auction. Yeah. And I turned a Ford Explorer into a Range Rover and sold it. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> But we were talking about video, and I'm like, you're just, you know, I said, Justin, just just let it rip. And, you know, you just be you. And he did this one-take video about, like he just said, uh, the, <laughs> the Ford Explorer, and you just got to change this, this, and that, and make it a Range Rover and et cetera. But it was awesome, and you got a ton of engagement on it. I mean, people loved it. And, yeah, uh, and I, it just, it just that started your video career. It did. It launched it. And the funny, like, the insight to that was – the reason I wanted to do that is because my wife wanted a Range Rover. I'm like, it's nothing more than an Explorer. I'll just get you. So I really kind of did it with a, I, I'm selling this to my wife twist. No one really knew about right. that. That was around me. Well, and then she ended up getting a Range Rover anyway. And long story short, she blew the engine because she forgot to get the oil change for 18 months. So that was real, oh, real awesome uh, <laughs> earlier this year. Crazy stuff, crazy stuff. But yeah, I do remember that. It was a great, uh, great video. And now you do market update videos every month. You put them on, on social media. Yep. A lot of people, you get tons of views. You get a lot of people engaged with it. Uh, but again, it's making that no like trust factor amongst your audience. Um, and, you know, I know that you've got a lot of people say, I saw your video. Um, that's why I'm calling you because I know you, you know the market, right? People want to do yeah. business with who are successful, but also know the market. Yeah, and then there's, 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 you know, you, you've got to get your own YouTube channel too, um, and, and make sure those videos are going somewhere because they stay there for a while, and it gives people even more content when they Google you. If you know anything about Google, Google owns YouTube. There's a big relationship there, and you can get a lot of organic traffic that way too. Yeah, great point. Um, you know, you mentioned earlier about the teams and being on a team if you're a newer agent, and that's what we do here. I mean, and you do the same thing. We foster a team environment. Uh, not being biased about it, but it's what we do, right? So we bring agents on, we let them build their own business within our business, but we provide them with uh, training, we train with support, we tr uh, provide them with leads so we can get them off the ground. Where a lot of companies, yeah, Justin, don't do that, right? They're not sharing no. leads, they're not giving leads. And it may sound sexy that you can go somewhere and make all this commission, but I always said 0% of, uh, or 100% of zero is zero. Right. And uh, so you need that. And, uh, you know, and I know you do the same. You do a ton of uh, great things with your team. You provide them a lot of leads. 
Uh, and then as time goes on, two, three years into it, they're getting referrals and uh, it's a great Correct. mix. But let's you talk- build that in. What's that? And you help them build that in. Right. Like repeat and referral business, which obviously, you know, with your agent referral machine, or I think yeah. I said that right. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's killer. Yeah. And it's just, you know, setting up a process, just another process, right? That's all it is. Uh, and asking for the business. Yeah. But let's talk about this. Um, leads, you know, we were just talking about that. And I know a lot of people say, you know, what's the shiny object of the month, right? But I know you're pretty consistent uh, and you have been over the last number of years doing uh, 300 plus homes a year. But what would you say as far as lead sources? Like, what would you say your top two or three lead sources are uh, in in real estate right now? Uh, Today, we're still Zillow. We did trim a little bit there. Um, But, you know, we still have a, a very significant ad spend. We're still able to get three and a half, maybe four times investment on that as a net ROI, mm-hmm. which if you hear me say the word net ROI, that is your net return on your investment after, you know, what it costs you to, on a commission split, if you will. Right. Uh, so net matters, folks. That's a huge life lesson, um, especially after you pay Uncle Sam. Don't forget about him. Bad business partner. But right now, Zillow is our number one lead generating source for buyers still. Mm-hmm. Um we have a new lead generation that we've really started to crush listings with through Google, and that's Google Local Services, mm-hmm. which is a little bit newer, uh, but incredibly profitable, very unique for a lot of out-of-town um, estate sales where the where the um, the uh, the trustee or the personal rep or whoever's involved and mm-hmm. in charge. Uh, is, is out of town. So they're looking online for the number one or the best agent, mm-hmm. uh, as well as folks that just take to Google. Uh, it's shocking how many people just go to Google and Google who's the best realtor in Milwaukee. And we pop up and uh, it's a click to call. And we get a lot, a lot of business off that out of state buyers as well. And then I would say our third pillar for lead generation, as you know, I've done radio for a long time, but it's a little bit more next level because it's expensive sure but uh, i've been consistently doing radio ads for about 10 11 years um and that's that's done real well for us too yeah i know and uh that's something that like you said is next level for sure like we wouldn't if you're a newer agent wouldn't start off with i wouldn't advise it you know but it's a long-term play that's a very long-term play right that's commitment and it's not cheap yeah uh but zillow um Realtor.com, OpCity. I mean, these are all... Yeah, we do both. Yeah, we right. do Realtor.com. Right. And even the leads that you're getting through Google, a lot of that internet lead. So a lot of agents will say, hey, I try that and it sucks, right? It's not working for me. Right. And what we find, uh, we find it's usually the follow-up, like I mentioned before on the call. So I know follow-up is key and you know that fortune's in the follow-up, but what would you say, I mean, for a new agent, set any expectations? Like we get a referred lead, right? We call them... They call us back. It's a great relationship, right? We get 10 referrals. We're going to probably sell eight of them, nine of them. But mm-hmm. when you do uh, these internet leads or Zillow, you get eight, 10 leads from Zillow. You'd be lucky to close one of them, right? right. So what is it as far as the follow-up? I just wanted you to kind of set the expectations as to what you guys do and what those expectations that they should expect if they're going to use uh, a source like Zillow or you know Realtor.com or something like that. 
Well, and it, it, it'll depend on the lead, but most internet leads are six months out or more. Okay, so I want you to think about that for one second. If you buy a lead today, the average, it's not closing for six months. So you need to commit to lead generation via the internet for at least a year, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, committing is part one, okay? Know you're in, in this for a 12-month period. And, and if you do it the right way and listen to steps three, four, and five, you're not going to deviate from it. But most importantly, as Willie said, you have to have follow-up systems, which means you're going to have to have some sort of a CRM, which is a contact resource management. You have to have the ability to enter the lead's contact information and the ability to enter notes on the lead, as well as enter a, a new follow-up time. Right. So the lead comes in. It's on, on my on my team now. What it looks like is it goes to my inside sales agents, and it's also assigned to an outside sales agent. So they both get to hammer that lead right away. If the inside sales agent gets it first, he's going to enter the notes. If the you know outside sales agent gets it, he's going to enter the notes. But very rarely, especially in a market like today, these homes aren't available, right? They're already gobbled up and haven't accepted offer. We have very, very low inventory. This is this is a wartime real estate market. I don't know the way to put it. It's it's real real unique. But um, but so your follow up is that much more important now because what you're going to do then you're going to take down their information. If that property's not available, you're not going to be able to show it. You're going to take it to the next step and you're going to set them up in some type of a, a drip campaign with, with new listings through your MLS or whatever program you're using. But most people screw it up right there. And, and our team's guilty of it. Every team is they just say, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to put them on, a, on a, a drip campaign through the website, through our MLS, and they're going to call me as soon as they see the next hot deal. That's not how it works. And it's not their job to follow up with you because you're not the only one that's going to send them properties. So you have to have a systemized approach to calling them, uh, I would say, at a minimum of a weekly uh, and then texting them in between then saying, hey, do you see anything that hit the market you want to take a look at? Hey, this market's pretty, it's moving pretty quickly. As soon as you see something, let me know and keep reminding them. Um, and if you know about something that's coming soon, make sure you're telling them with a text message, hey, this might be a little bit out of your price range, but we have one coming to the market at 123 Main Street. It's got all the things you're looking for. It's maybe 25 grand above what you're looking to spend. But I also looked at interest rates and it's probably not going to cost you all that much more per month. Maybe we should go take a look. So you got to bring value. Um, and a lot of the time it's off-market properties, but it's also follow-up. People respect follow-up. Even if they don't respond to you, they're hearing you. And they may not be ready and they may not like that house. But if you're on them and you have the ability to build that relationship over time, you're going to get their business when they're ready to, when they're ready to make a move. But follow-up is hundred percent key. And Will, you said it earlier, it's five, 10, 12 contacts before they even do business. Um, it's part of the business, but you've got to be disciplined. You have to have a system, at least something to remind you to do it every so often. Um, otherwise you'll die in the vine and the internet leads will not work. Right. You know, you said something and I want to go back to on that, <clears throat> that people might have just uh, slipped through, but it's a key point here is that, you know, when you're with this, follow, this whole thing with follow up, it's like people respect follow up, right? Yes. I can't tell you the number of people that said, I'm going with you. You've been following up with me for three years. And I know if mm -hmm. you're doing that, you're going to do a great job selling my home. Yep. Um, they respect it. And like you said before, a lot of them are not ready to do business now. They're just searching online right now, right? The internet's kind of screwed us up a little bit that way, but it's actually been good because it's actually flagged people to raise their hand now so that we can nurture them, we can stay in contact with them. And the agents that do that are ones that can be successful, right? So- Absolutely. Uh, 
it's just, uh, it's one of those things that I can't stress enough, but follow up. If you don't have follow up, you might as well throw the lead away because it's, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's not going to convert at all. And, and the thing is, you don't need, a, you know, especially newer agents, you know, the thing you struggle with is you don't have a ton of money right now. You know, it's, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to overspend and, 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 and be, have too many leads. You don't need that many, number one. You do not. And you do not need some elaborate contact management system that costs you a ton of money. You can do it very inexpensively. There are many, many programs out there. Uh, the one I use is a little bit more expensive. I still use Commissions Inc., which Willie, I know you're familiar with, yeah. but uh, we're used to it. We've trained on it. We just don't want to deviate from it. It works well. But, but there are very inexpensive contact management systems. I mean, it's really simple. You know, now buyer, future buyer, never buyer. There's your three right. categories. And then have a little bit of an area to stick some notes in and have a calendar that can remind you who they are and when to call them again. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's a, there's a software program out there, or CRM, called HubSpot, right? It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. Yeah, there's uh, tons of use, yep. Yeah. If you want to use the bells and whistles and all those stuff, you can. But HubSpot is free. Put the name in, put their email address in, put all their contact information, unlimited notes, Yep. And you have follow-ups and that's all you really need to get started. Then once you get fancy, you want to get a little fancier, then you can pay. But as a new agent, you have to start with that database. If you're going to, you know, just kind of wing it and use a little plastic box. And I know exactly what, you, what you're talking about. I probably have it in one of my cabinets there. The plastic box, we used to call the uh, Arrested one, box. The one card system is what they call yeah. them. Remember? Yeah. And it was just moving things from January. Oh, you want me to call you back in April? Okay, well, I'll call you back in February and half the time. But yep. we were moving it in these plastic boxes, right? And that's how, that was our database. That was our prospect list. It's a lot easier now. Just get the database, right? HubSpot.com. Um, you can go to Top Producers, another good software for 35, 40 bucks a month. Um, you can get a robust uh, type, you know, you don't need a robust, but I mean, it'll do everything you need uh, for sure. All right. Well, let's uh, in closing here. I mean, I know you don't have a crystal ball uh, here for sure, but you know, where do you see the real estate market? I mean, we're just coming out of COVID. Um, you know, things are. I think it definitely changed the industry for sure. Um, you know, yeah. COVID yeah. definitely did. I think in a lot of ways, good ways. Um, it's created different systems by force. Yep. Um, but it really, uh, if, you, if you look around, it, it created, you know, the strong agents are still going to be strong. And you had some agents, though, that came to the market that think this is how it is. And you just put a sign in along and it sells. Uh, but it will start normalizing and those people will weed out. But, you know, we're going to have be left with a, a core group of agents. And I know, um, you know, obviously yourself, myself, our teams, uh, they're strong. You know, we're, we have good growth with them. But where do you see the, the real estate market going here? Well, I think if interest rates stay where they are, which I don't think they will, I think at some point they're going to have to raise interest rates because inflation's out of whack. Right. Um, and, and I'll be honest, I'll, you know, I'm a little more pessimistic because I've been through this. I, it's almost like I've seen this movie before and it ends badly. This has a very big 2006 smell to it. It's, it's differently driven. Um, the appreciation in this case, I believe, is actually inflation. Um, and I think we're, we're in for a correction, essentially, eventually. 
but I do believe for the least the foreseeable future. Now, I, I don't know. I can't, my crystal ball only works like 12 to 18 months. Um, but I, I think we're going to see a lot of the same for the next year to 18 months. Right. I think we're going to have a low inventory. I think we're going to have very aggressive offers, multiple offer scenarios, mm-hmm. um, which, and I mentioned before, I call this a wartime market. Um, look, all, all, a lot of the stuff that I've learned, you throw out the window and, and now it's time to go to war. You got to win. And now we're strategically writing offers with buyers. There's a lot of systems and, and a lot of things you can do to, to win. But but it, the wartime market is way different than the REO market that we saw or even the, the seller's market that we saw before that. Um, now, now it's you've got to be really, really crispy on your follow-up, really good at delivering and presenting and explaining and setting the table because a buyer is not stealing anything in this wartime market. They're competing and fighting against multiple people. And I think we're going to see that for the foreseeable future. Um, but this, this, this business historically goes where the unemployment rate goes and where the interest rate goes. Yeah. And right now, both are really tipped into the favor of a, of a good, strong real estate market. But I think some of these prices, are, they're, the, the buyers are going to end up going, no, man, I'm not paying that for this. Uh, and I think that's coming, but it's not not next year. Yeah, I agree. Once the interest rates start going up, you're definitely going to see some of that going on because they're not going to be able to afford as much, right? They can afford a lot now because the interest rates are low. But once that starts going and that affordability starts creeping up, uh, there's definitely going to be uh, an adjustment for sure. So we have to be ready. Right? we got to build that pipeline. Uh, yeah. Follow-up is going to be key. We've got to have the systems in place. And the strong will survive. And we all, you know, we, we, we've done it, right? We've at least for myself, I know we had it in 2000, had it again in 07, 08. Uh, you know, we're doing it now through COVID. A lot of it, you're going to fall back on your your own center of influence and the people that know, love you the most um, and just keep, keep it out there. But uh, like you said, putting videos out there, all these different marketing things that we talked about on this podcast, you have to do it all, really. And, and Consistently. Right? Consistently. And that's, that's the key word. Yeah. You know? It's, it's consistency that really will win in anything you do in real estate. Yeah. Hey, so Justin, this is a great podcast, a lot of great information. Thank you so much. Um, I know, uh, you know, we, we talk about this each and every year, but, you know, masterminding and, and being out there with agents all over the country is awesome. And uh, yeah, I know you, you and I, that's how we met and we continue to do that. Yeah. Um, we, have a, we have a 24-week uh, training class that we do and it just renews every 24 weeks called the blueprintclassroom.com. Check it out. Uh, Justin just mentioned about processes, contract to close, uh, lead generation, follow-up scripts, listing presentation. You said you got to be the best at your game, right? We just finished up a four-module uh, training class on listings and everything that you should be doing from the time you knock on that door to the time you ask for the close. Um, so training is very important. So if you guys want to get a free uh, invite to that, just go to blueprintclassroom.com. You can register and you'll automatically be registered for the new 24-week training course. So Justin, if someone was moving out to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, right? And I, I, I got to come out and see it. But if someone was coming out or they, you know, they had uh, an agent that was looking to refer someone out there uh, or even do business with you out there, I mean, how do they get a hold of you? What's the best way to get a hold of you? I mean, if you Google Justin Hoffman, real estate or team Hoffman real estate, 
we've put ourselves and positioned ourselves really well on the internet, but you, you can email me, justin at wihomeinfo.com. You know, we can get my phone number up, 414-897-0098. All this stuff's available online. Follow me on social media. You're going to have to search because I'll be honest with you. I have Stay Ahead Media or Stay Ahead does my social media. I don't even know my handles. And, you know, I got a personal Facebook page. You can find me there, too. We got a team page, all that good stuff. But mm-hmm. but I'm easy to find, easy to get a hold of, easy to talk to. If you got questions, I got answers. And I'll echo what Willie said about his blueprint is a blueprint to success. Jump on that class. It's 24 weeks. I sent my team through it. We're going to redo it again because you miss things. Um, and there's a, there's so many gold nuggets there. That's a, that's a fast track, quick way to success as well. All right. Well, thank you so much. I know you have a great uh, year end coming up here and it's going to create a, a great start to 2022. So thanks for taking the time and uh, we'll see you uh, on our next call. And uh, thank you so much again. You bet, Willie. Thanks a lot. See you later. Thanks.